0: By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area.
1: It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Such a negative song. We shouldn't be playing stuff like that, should we, Shelley?
0: Negative- I don't know what played.
1: <laughs> uh, what radio station are you listening to right now?
0: Oh, I don't know. No, actually I was
1: we're at uh, we're not at 999, we're at 107.1. Really? Yes.
0: Thank you, Brad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know Brian Richardson snuck into your studio there and and switched the dials overnight, but you know. He, <laughs> Ew. He, yeah. <laughs> thank
0: you, you for starting this this, now, this day off like this. Now
1: you have to have the cleaning crew crew come in and and, and make make a, uh, you know, make it better. Okay, lots of things to talk about this morning. Um, man, I will listen to, and I set this up on my Facebook page, it's on my Facebook page, the audio of the pilots, the military pilots, going back and forth, getting ready to shoot down the Chinese balloon. Oh, really? I have to tell you, um, you know, very impressive. I mean, very impressive. It, it. You don't know how many planes that were involved. There were like two F-22s, two F-15s, a bunch of other planes, and they had this thing... It was just amazing. I mean, they were just escorting it, weren't they? Well, no, they were. They the the there was. It's interesting because there's all sorts of history. They were called Frank Zero One and Frank Zero Two, and there's a there's a reason for that. That was the two the two F twenty two Raptors. Uh, there was a reason for that because it was an um, it was an homage or homage, whatever you want to call it, of a uh, Medal of Honor winner whose name was Frank, I can't remember his last name, I should have known this. Anyway, uh, the F-15s were there for observation. The the one F-22 was the primary. If he didn't get it down, there was another F-22 coming behind him. If that didn't work, there was an F-15 and another F-15 made right here in St. Louis, uh, up there on the north side of the airport where he used to work, in, in there and then there were like uh, observation planes and i mean it's just and you hear this back and forth and chatter between the air force and and you know and the ground control and you know it's just like holy
0: cow was that under a foia that they released that
1: no believe it or not the interesting thing about it was and there's theory as to why this was done this way uh that they have secure communications that they they can go to special channels. The, mili- they do. the military, as you know, the, the civilian airplanes have certain have have general channels that they talk to the tower and stuff like that. The military have special frequencies they use where they can talk, you know, aircraft to aircraft aircraft to base, or they can actually talk to the controller. But normally they don't. They you know they talk to the controller on the civilian frequencies. Anyway, there's a theory that they put this all out in the open to essentially show, hey, man, we got it going on. You know, they purposely wanted the Chinese people to listen in on this. That's what they say, you, depending upon... I got the thing on my Facebook page. You want to look at it. It's you, you just go to my Facebook page, and it's linked right there. The audio is long. It's edited all together. Still edited edit all together with all the spaces taken out where they weren't talking. It's probably eight or nine minutes long. And it's impressive because, you know, I'm not saying that I'm the best guy as far as aviation is concerned. I used to fly... And I know some of that stuff. I know as much knowledge. Did you used to fly? I used to fly, and as I know is not enough <laughs> enough knowledge to probably fill maybe two, maybe even three thimbles. But I'm lost. And what's interesting is if you read, if you go to the site that has this this whole thing, it has the video of it, it's on YouTube. But they've also got a transcript up there, and the guy stops from time to time and explains what's going on. Huntress, Huntress is is the command base, which is pretty interesting. And they talk about Huntress, and they give the official approval to, to you know, shoot down the balloon, the whole bit. And then the other balloons were to, or the other aircraft were to essentially follow the debris trail and also to record it. So there's video of this. There's video of the whole thing. Um, here we <laughs> Uh, You think all those plans would have known where they were? Okay. Uh, Yet they spent four days searching for the balloon in the ocean over a seven mile area. Now they, but you see, you know, there's so much information. That's what the smartest woman in the world says. There's so much contradicting information out there about this whole thing. And you know what bothers me about this is some of these people who are writing stories don't know any more than I do. And that's not much. Okay. Other people are writing stories and trying to get the facts but they're being stonewalled by the government you know what i mean they, oh, we can't give you that information sorry that's confidential that's that's strictly you know that's confidential the only person that have that information is joe biden that's in his corvette in his garage sorry we can't give you that information um <laughs> i'm sorry
0: did you listen to the <laughs> no, state I of didn't. the union
1: no i did not okay but the point being that i still don't understand how there wasn't a better way to take this thing down in one piece you know to go up there with like a you know I know it's like 60,000 feet and that's way of the hell up there and that's taller, that's higher than most, you know, you can't fly a Cessna 152 at 60,000 feet. You know, it just doesn't work. Uh, You know, the air is too thin and you just, it's, I I can't remember what the ceiling for a Cessna 152 is. I think it's like 15,000 feet or something like that. I think that's the highest they can go. And uh, for most traditional aircraft like fourteen, fifteen thousand feet. That's pretty much pushing the envelope. You have to be have a pressurized cabin or at least have oxygen to go any higher than that. But don't you think they could have somehow like cut a hole in it and let the thing come down sort of slow? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Instead of firing an aim sidewinder missile at it and having the thing explode, just you know, put a little slit in it and have it come down in one piece. Now we go, oh, look at this. And they claim that there were flights up there with what they call EW, electronic warfare, uh that disabled the communications links. I'm going like and now the Chinese people the Chinese government says it's their balloon, they want it back. I'm going like, okay, whatever. And the They whole, want
0: the balloon back.
1: Yeah, they want the balloon back. There was a their 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 spokesperson came out yesterday and said, It's Chinese property, we want it back and if you don't give it back, there's going to be hell to pay.
0: You know, so, did that mean that they wanted the camera back, or just the balloon?
1: Well, I don't, but see, nobody knows what's, it's going to be interesting to find out. I mean, the, the thing that is sort of fascinating is... See,
0: why couldn't they use one of those pulse rifle thingies? See, I, like, I couldn't, I don't understand.
1: I don't know why they didn't put a, like I said, a small hole in the thing, let the thing slowly leak. I guess it's hydrogen. I get, on it's hydrogen and helium. I don't know what it is in a balloon. It's probably helium. An hydrogen. Napalm. That's not napalm. And... And, you know, once again, it's like Balloon 101. If you get a hole in the balloon, depending upon how how big the balloon is, it's going to come down real fast. But if you put a slight hole in it, or maybe a little bit more than a slight hole, it's going to come down, you know, you can sort of judge how fast it's going to come down. And if it doesn't come down fast enough, you put another slice in the balloon. You know what I'm saying? And I guess the thing that's sort of crazy to me is, the government tells oh, we know where everything, we know where every single aircraft in the, in, you know, in, in the United States is, we, we track everything. I don't believe that. Do you believe that? You've worked at the FAA. Do you believe they know where every single airplane is? Yes. Okay. I will tell you something I have never talked about. Okay. And I will, I'm will. i going to dispel your what you just said 100%. Back in the day, okay, this is a true story. I uh-huh. had pilots that flew with me when I was flying traffic. I used to be an airborne helicopter traffic reporter. Did I ever tell you that? And you didn't. I had one crazy nutbag guy who will call Steve, and that may or may not be his real first name. Okay. okay. The procedure was, back in the day, there used to be this thing called the Group 2 TCA, and it was TCA stood for Terminal Control Area. And it was a six-mile radius around the center of the airport. And that was restricted airspace for helicopters. And, it matter of fact, it was restri- restricted airspace for anybody not landing or taking off for Lambert. Okay? So our procedure was when we wanted to go, and keep in mind the six-mile radius was to the south. It was almost down to Highway 40 and 170. So in other words, almost all of 170 is in the TCA. 270 in North County from approximately West Florissant all the way around to uh, down to Olive, that whole stretch of 270, from Olive North all the way around the curve up into North County to West Florison was in the TCA, and trying to think what else is in the T? Obviously, 70 from right around Goodfellow, 70 from the city limits out to the Blanchett Bridge into St. Charles was all within the Group 2 TCA, the Group 2 TCA. If we wanted to report traffic on 70 in that area, 270, 170, we had to call the tower, 118.5, Lambert St. Louis Tower, tower Helicopter Skywatch 5, request request transit through the TCA, add below 1,000 feet AGL, uh, squawking 0173. That's what we used to do. And the air traffic controllers would say, you know, Skywatch 5, you know, stay clear of the TCA, or they'd let us in. Sometimes, if it was too busy, They wouldn't let us in. The air traffic controllers would say, Skywatch 5, request denied, stay clear of the TCA, you know, uh, check back later. Okay, fine. My pilot, Steve, hated that. So he would look over at me and had this glint in his eye, and he'd hit me on the intercom. Hey, time to go stealth mode. At the time.
0: (laughs) Does that mean it's time to buzz the tower, Goose?
1: No. He would turn off our transponder. He did. Yeah, he would turn off our is transponder. he allowed to do that? No, it's illegal. And That's you, what I thought. If you don't know what a transponder is, a transponder is this little gizmo in the plane. All it's planes the black have. Box. Well, it's not the black box. It's the thing. It transmits a code. There's there's four dials on the transponder. The newer ones have like a digital display, but the old ones had like four dials. And some aircraft have assigned transponder codes. Our aircraft was assigned zero one seven three. That was our transponder code, and. When you are flying, and Shelley would know this, the trans no, seriously, the transponder codes come up on the radar so the air traffic controllers know which plane is which. And that's that's plugged into the computer system so the air the, the air traffic control guys know which plane is which by the transponder code. And if they don't if they can't figure out which one you are, they ask you to ident which is this button on the transponder, which sends a special code. And depending upon the the system the air traffic controller is using, it either makes the little blip on the radar screen flash or highlight or something like that. Okay, so good old Steve, when we'd be denied transit through the TCA, Steve would look at me and smile, time to go stealth mode. And we he would, not me, he would turn off the transponder, and we would duck down to eh maybe 100 feet off the ground, and we would go through the TCA. Because we were low enough that we wouldn't be picked up by the radar. So the transponder was off. We were like...
0: So how did that make you feel?
1: <laughs> well...
0: Just out of curiosity.
1: How did it make me feel? Uh-huh. You want me to be honest? Uh-huh. It was cool as hell. <laughs> what it was cool as hell I bet it was it was like <laughs> we are being like you know like we're flying at treetop level you know through the TCA 100 feet above the ground no transponder and the FAA has no idea where we're at because we don't show they up in the radar no they didn't they okay. don't because they don't they don't it doesn't see it doesn't show that low because the problem is if you ever if you ever unfortunately hear the air traffic controller traffic to one of these planes that crashes when they get to a certain level they lose them they don't they they're gone and it, depending on the terrain now keep in mind the main radar which you know is at it's over in overland right there on um what's the cross street um ashby is, ashby but i can't remember i know it's on ashby but i'm trying to it's 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 right page. The, no no it's it's a couple yeah. it's a couple blocks north of page it's it sits you've been there before right
0: yeah. It, yes, Brad, I have. It
1: sits in a residential area. Am I kidding? There's houses all around. No,
0: it. you're not. There's and a... there are people that think that they are. <laughs> right. Growing. You know. <laughs> right. Like extra arms and things right.
1: like that. I mean, literally, there's a house within a hundred feet of this radar, and it's a yes, great. Yes, there is. It's a great big old math ma- uh, you know, ma- uh, you know, what am I saying? Great big monster dome. Okay. Yeah. And it's only about maybe what fifty feet off the ground. Would you say? Fifty feet? It's not that tall. It's not like sitting up on a big tower or anything like that. It sits down low. And that's that's the main That is
0: correct, yes.
1: That's the main radar for like at least it used to be. I don't know if it still is or more. But that's
0: I don't think it is anymore. The, I don't know.
1: They decommissioned it. Well I'm sorry. Back in the day that was the main radar. So keep in mind it's all yeah, they had tubes. Right. It had it was on the had klystrons, right? Yes. You know what a klystron is? People are going, they're making this up. No, it's klystron. Okay. It was now. Keep in mind, that's about eh, three miles south of the airport. So if you figure we were up in North County, stealth mode, you know, go driving along, flying along 270 at like a hundred feet off the ground. There's no way they saw us on radar, because it wouldn't pick it up. So then we we'd go. I shouldn't laugh about this because it's illegal as hell, but it wasn't me that was doing it. It was my buddy. It was my pilot, Steve. I'm telling you, Brad, you should
0: write a freaking <laughs> memoir.
1: Operating illegal as hell. And we just go right across North County, and we wouldn't take 270 down. we just like where 270 starts to curve when you cross over Lindbergh and starts to curve around the bend there and go you know, to, to McDonald, and then ultimately go south toward the Rock Road and 70. We would just go straight out into St. Charles County. We would just go like straight like west on, you know, two hundred seventy extended, and we would go out uh, you know, across Moe Bottoms and cross over into St. Charles, like at Boschertown. And then we would come back through St. Charles. And then what we'd do is we'd come back in St. Charles and we'd ask the air traffic controller if we could come east on seventy through the TCA from the Blanchet Bridge through Goodfellow. And sometimes they'd approve us and sometimes they wouldn't. So
0: yeah, they're like that. But but see, there
1: I read the article the other day, and I thought I was thought I was making this up. There was a Cuban pilot, Cuban Air Force, that wanted to defect to the United States. He stole a MiG twenty one. Oh. And he well, flew it.
0: The dude needed a ride.
1: Well, he flew it across. I guess it's what the, the Gulf of Mexico, whatever it is down there, the Caribbean Sea, whatever, whatever they call that, Pacific or the Atlantic. You know what I'm talking about between Cuba and Miami.
0: Yeah, the big big. He flew it
1: yeah. a couple hundred feet off the off the deck, off the, the off the you know, the ocean and landed at there's some kind of a military base in Key West or something like that. And they didn't know who it was until they landed. So once again, they don't know where everything's at. They're just guessing. If they that's like that's like somebody saying that's like President Biden saying, I were I know every one of my confidential documents is at no, you don't. Because <laughs> you didn't even know you had them in the first Right, they're all over Plausible the place. Possible
0: deniability. Well, but once again, that would be like saying. That's her favorite phrase.
1: Well, but see, that would be like a government official showing up at your house and say, "Shelly, we're investigating your payments to the electric company. We want to see every one of your bills for the last twenty years. We want to see every one of your electric bills for the last past twenty one twenty years, and we want to see how you paid. We want to see receipts." For every electric bill for the past 20 years. Now, there are some people out there who could produce that, but not many. The real nerd butts who are like, you know, like real anal about, I've got every receipt I've ever had in my life. I've got got how much they charged me to be born. My mom gave me this, and I've kept every receipt since. You know, there are those people out there. And most people... They have no idea where it's at. And most people, you know, after they, they keep their records if it has to do with their taxes or something like that, they keep it for like five years and then they throw it away or they, they you know, they they shred it up or something. You know what I'm saying? Because I think you're was it is the isn't it aren't you legally required to keep your tax information for five years and that's what it is?
0: I thought it was seven.
1: Seven, I don't know. Something like that. But it's not like for thirty or something like that. You know, they No, have,
0: but you do have to do them every year. But
1: they they, they can't
0: like some people who haven't gotten them finished since 2018.
1: They, they don't come back to you and say, okay, we want to see your 1992 tax return. Sorry, don't have it. We're going to throw you in jail. You can't. You know, anyway. <sighs> Lots of stuff to talk about this morning, and it's going to be an abbreviated show because Brad has work to do.
0: Did you get my, my email?
1: What was your email?
0: It was a calendar that said.
1: Oh, my God. I huh? Did, I did. I thought to myself, Shelly's going off the deep end. What? She's going off the deep end.
0: Why am I off the deep end?
1: Oh, here. The smartest woman in the world, Ashby and Cantor. And she sent me a picture of it. There it is. It's literally not as tall as some of the trees around. The radar dish right there on Ashby and Cantor. Yeah. I can't... I couldn't remember... (laughs) A guy who used to do work for me lived right across the street from it. I asked him one time. I said, is that thing ever bother Was you?
0: he crazy? No,
1: no, he was actually a very because nice guy. Because a lot
0: of people around there really do think that the government is looking through through them at them through their TV through that because of that radar.
1: No, it's not our government. It's the Chinese government's looking at us. That's what that's what it well, is. Well,
0: that's not what they think.
1: <laughs> They're looking at us through TikTok. Okay, we have to take a break. It's six thirty-one. You like that song? Shall I do. Shelly's not here. Yes, she is. You like that song?
0: I do. Uh,
1: du, 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 du. Do you uh, don't? Shelley said, or no, the smartest woman in the world says two prior balloons went undetected in 2018, 2019. This is this funny story how how KJP, whatever his name is, the, the press secretary was saying, well, back in the Trump administration, two balloons, or three balloons flew through the United States, and they didn't do anything because they didn't know about it. It comes out, <laughs> Trump, and everybody's going like, what we never nobody ever told us and it turns if you're this story turns out that yeah. so some low-level government official in the army said yeah there's balloons we, we're not gonna do anything about it. they didn't tell anybody they supposedly saw them on radar and they didn't do anything you know here's what's interesting i talk about this again what's that asymmetrical warfare okay yeah think about this think about it right here in the st louis area okay what's it take to steal a hyundai or a kia A $20,000, $30,000 car, you know, like, let's say... A
0: 15-year-old that knows how to...
1: With (laughs) with a screwdriver, a pair of pliers, and a USB cord, you can steal a $20,000 vehicle, okay? Think about that for a minute. It's like, okay, first off, you don't even have to, you know, you break in the window. You know, who cares? You don't want to do anything with the car. Maybe you want to sell it for parts. Chances are you just want to joyride it around. You break in the window, you know, jump in. I've seen it on video. Where guys get these things started in a minute, you know, in less, than, you know, some of them in less than a minute, and off they go, you know. I mean, like crazy time, you know. Who knows? Okay, um, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> Mike Cotton sent me this. This Michigan. A Michigan man said his, his, he left with a $1,000 bill after a six-year-old son ordered a virtual smorgasbord of food from several restaurants last weekend, leading to a string of unexpected deliveries and maybe a star roll in an ad campaign. Keith Did Stone, he Instacart? No, Keith Stonehouse said the food piled up quickly at his detroit area home Saturday night after he left his son, Mason, used his cell phone to play a game before bed. <laughs> Uh, he, he said the youngest instead used his father's Grubhub account to order food from one restaurant after another. The boy's mother, Kristen Stonehouse,
0: he must have been hungry.
1: <laughs> told the Associated Press on Thursday that Grubhub has reached out to the family and offered them a $1,000 gift card. The company is also considering using the family in an online promotional campaign. She said Grubhub officials did not immediately respond to a message from the AP seeking comment. Keith Stonehouse said he was alone with his son when his wife was at the movies when Mason ordered jumbo shrimp, salads, what is shmarma? shawarma? Shawarma S H A S H A W A R M A what is that? I have no idea. Shawarma and chicken pita sandwiches? Chili well, cheese. I know
0: what a pita is.
1: Chili, uh, You're a pita.
0: <laughs> I am. Thank you. No. Um, Jack in the Box used to carry pita. Fajita pitas.
1: You're a pita. Uh, pain in the... You're
0: a pita, too.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Chili cheese fries and other foods that one Grubhub driver after another delivered to their Chesterfield Jim home.
0: <laughs> that is so funny.
1: <laughs> this was like something out of the Saturday Night Live skit, Keith Stone, Stonehouse uh, told the... Hold on a minute. Here we go. Did they go.
0: make it into a TikTok video?
1: Here we go again. I get these things. I'm reading crap and ads pop up, and I can't read them anymore. Okay, where'd it go? Yeah, I got to start over again. He had, he said uh, he added. I really don't find it funny yet, but I can laugh with people a little bit. It's a lot of money, and it came out of nowhere. Keith Stonehouse said his son ordered food from so many different places. that Chase Bank sent him a fraud alert, declining a $439 order from Happy's Pizza. <laughs>
0: That is so,
1: but Mason's one hundred and eighty three dollar order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant went through and arrived at the family's house. Stonehouse said it took the arrival of a few orders of food for him to realize what was going on By that time, there was nothing he could do to stop the orders from coming. Kristen Stonehouse told the a p that Mason is extremely intelligent and he's been reading since he was two and a half years old. He's very smart, she said he's not your average six year old she said her husband had joked. Here we go again. I don't want it. turn it off. Decline. Okay. She said her husband had just used the Grubhub app on his phone to order dinner before she left and probably just left the app open. She said her son took the phone, hid in the basement, and proceeded to order the feast.
0: He knew what he was doing.
1: (laughs) She said her and her husband. He hid
0: in the basement. Oh yeah.
1: She said her and her husband had a talk with Mason on Sunday morning and told him that what I'm he did sure was they did. akin to stealing. Yes, son. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he grasped that concept, concept at first, she said. To drive to the point home, she said her husband opened up Mason's piggy bank and pocketed the $115 he'd gotten for his birthday in November. He got a hundred and fifteen dollars for his birthday? Wow. Introduced me to his friends. I never get $115. I've I've never gotten any money. Well, a long time ago, I got money for my birthday. Telling him the money would go to replenish their accounts, they didn't seem to, that didn't seem to phase the boy. He then found a penny in the floor and said he would start all over again. Wow, this kid's this kid's going to be in jail by the time he's fourteen. Keith Stonehouse said most of the food went into the family's refrigerators. He said he also invited some neighbors over to eat some of it. He said he's heard of things like this happening with the other parents, but not at the level he experienced last weekend. He recommended making sure important apps are not readily available for children to click on when they're using a parent's phone. He says he's changing his password. I knew this could happen, he said, but you don't just think your kid's going to do something like this. He's definitely smart enough. I just didn't expect it, Keith Stonehouse said. God,
0: can you believe that? (laughs) I think that's hilarious. Um, It's almost as good as the little girl ordering a princess castle off of Amazon.
1: You know, what's interesting about it is...
0: Off of A-L-E-X-A.
1: Well, what's interesting, you mean Alexa? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Really?
1: Alexa. Stop bark- it. Alexa, bark like a dog. <laughs> is you have Alexa in your room still?
0: <laughs> oh, no. I took it out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you took it out.
1: Oh, you too. Alexa. Alexa.
0: No, she's downstairs.
1: Bark like a dog. <laughs> no, no, Alexa. That's not a dog. Alexa, bark like a dog. <sighs> Man. What's wrong with that,
0: Why Alexa? Why are you playing Flipper? That's Alexa. It is not. It's a-
1: Alexa. Bark like a dog.
0: Dude, I don't have an Alexa. Up
1: That's here. at Shelley's house.
0: That's not true.
1: Alexa, at Shelley's house. Bark like a dog.
0: <laughs> You're a goober. <laughs> Are you done? What are you doing now?
1: I'm sorry. You're up to no good. I can
0: I can hear it in your voice.
1: What? You're accusing me of no good? Like?
0: Oh my god! I love that. <laughs> when did you get that? <laughs> is it is that a drop? <laughs> Can you send it to me? Can you? Or excuse me, Brad, may I ask you, would you please send me that drop? (laughs) Flipper, really?
1: You know what? You can what? take you take the 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 kid out of the man, but you can't take the well, you can take the man out of the kid, but you can't take the kid out of the man. Isn't that what it is?
0: In your case, it is. <laughs> it's like you're, you're like a four year old. <laughs> oh,
1: if I was six years old, I'd grab my dad's phone and I would order grub up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You well. You you you're smart like that kid. Clearly.
1: No, I'm not. I'm the dumbest yeah, guy in the world. I own a radio station. I'm the dumbest guy in the world. <sighs> There's a
0: lot of people that own radio stations, Brad.
1: <laughs> I got one radio station. I can't keep on the air.
0: This is driving me
1: nuts, Shelly.
0: Can't keep it up.
1: <sighs> yeah, that's that's what that's, that's hold on. <laughs> that's that's what. Hold on a minute. Say that again. Say it again. Uh, that on. will never no, happen. No. Say again. it again. Say. Come on. Say it again. No. Come on, just one more time. I gotta play something. Play it one more say it one more time.
0: I'm not going to.
1: Well say it. Pretend like you're going to say it. It. No, just say it.
0: I don't want to. I actually forgot what I was gonna say.
1: Okay. (laughs) You know who that is. You know what's so weird about that? That's Shirley and Company, okay? Shirley is this famous blues singer, and company she's a black lady, and company is a white dude. And, okay. and he doesn't even get a name. He's just, and company. You know, it's surely, okay. and company. It's like, like Phillips and company. You know, like when he was, Guy Phillips oh, was Oh, like there.
0: Brad and company?
1: No, but see, that's like, there's an important person. Everybody else is unimportant. That would be like, that would be like if I named the show Brad and company. Hey, I'm Brad, and I've got my sidekick, Shelly, are my, are my, are my, in the old days, if you did traffic, they, we'd call you a traffic bunny. That's what, that's a whole story behind that. Okay, anyway, we have to take a break.
0: You're a traffic bunny.
1: <laughs> I'm an uneducated, stupid radio jerk. That's what I am. 646.
0: Actually, that's not true. Yeah,
1: it's true. Oh, did, did you see Lizzo Liz at the Grammys the other night? Shelly, you there?
0: I am, I'm sorry. Did you see Lizzo? My dog was barking, so I turned my pot down.
1: Oh, you know, I, I, I hear him barking right now.
0: They're not barking. I hear him no 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 don't do that because I, hear... I got this hate mail from okay let me tell you my stop it flipper <laughs> <Go ahead>. anyway <laughs> so we've gotten a, so i go to sleep about 8 yeah david doesn't go to sleep until about 2 in the morning yeah he lets the dog out yeah. the girl dog right And he can't get her back in because she doesn't listen to him because she's like that. Yeah. So, like her mom.
1: I can make a comment, but (laughs) I'm glad you said it. I didn't.
0: uh (laughs) So, she barks (laughs) and (laughs) my neighbor, who is hard of hearing, sent me um, a paragraph at um, 1.30 in the morning. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: A paragraph saying... Did you get
0: that my neighbor was hard of hearing?
1: Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And
0: I'm like, David, you you can't keep on letting this dog out. They're going to report us. They're going to do something.
1: Okay. Can I ask you a weird question? Sure. Why do you have dogs?
0: Because I get a rock star greeting every time I come home, and it doesn't matter what kind of day I've had. I come home, and they love me unconditionally.
1: So that's the only reason you have dogs? Yes. Yes. See, I don't get the whole pet thing, I'm, and I'm not anti-pet. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, you know, I had pets when I was when I was a kid, and 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 as an adult, we had a dog for a while. And it didn't work out. Matter of fact, we gave the dog to my mom and dad, and and they loved that dog. And the dog was a terrible dog. It was a horrible dog. Matter of fact, I'm surprised I didn't get sued over the dog. We had I did some doing some concrete work at at my house one time, our my old house, and concrete guy. Brings his truck and knocks on the door, and I let him in just for a minute. And the dog bite him, bit him, guess where?
0: On the ankle?
1: No, on in the family jewels. The dog jumped up and bit him in the groin.
0: <laughs> now, wow, did he, like, attach?
1: No. <laughs> When, what did, who attacked? Did the, he, the concrete did he
0: to the groin area? No, the, no, the he, just, area? he just, and then the guy him. tries to shake him off, oh, no, and he then just the gave, dog just no, popping around.
1: He just gave a nice bite right between the legs, you know, and I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, oh my God, I've just lost my house, <laughs> and the, the concrete guy was like, was like, hey, you know, if I had my gun, I'd just shoot it.
0: <laughs> I'm going like, "Can you go get your gun and just shoot it for me?" No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, I do don't... you know if you call the paramedics, you need to put your dogs away because they don't because usually police come with them and they will take care of that dog if it's not nice.
1: Do you know what? If you call the city police and they and they and they and, they, and you tell them your car's been stolen, you know what they say?
0: I'm sorry, that's not my problem. No, they say. I like that one, and I want you to send it to me. No. Just send it to me? Huh? So,
1: nope. So anyway, the dog bikes the concrete man right in the groin, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, he's going to sue me. And he's like I said, he just said I'd have my gun and shoot it. And I go, are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, fine.
0: What, do you have a cup on? No, that
1: was the day. This is actually sort of a weird story. I was doing something. I was pouring concrete in the backyard. I was doing my home improvements. And the wrong concrete truck showed up. The guy got the wrong address. And he shows up. And this is so bizarre. He shows up. and And I'm thinking to myself, that's not the company I ordered from. I don't know how he showed up at my place. So I ordered like... Two square yards, I get like, or, you know, two cubic yards, whatever it is. I get like five cubic yards. He dumps the entire, I go, aren't you giving me a little bit too much? No, that's what you ordered. Wasn't me that ordered it. Then the guy that I actually ordered from shows up and he goes, hey, I thought you ordered from us. I go, I did. It was just a bizarre, weird day. It's like two concrete guys show up. The wrong guy gets there first. He dumps his load. But it sounds weird. Anyway, he dumps his it, load. That really did. Ew. And and off he goes. And as he's pulling out, the other concrete guy shows up and wants to know why we had the other guy there. I'm going, oh, the guy just showed up. It was weird. So, anyway. I See, I don't understand the whole pet thing. And I, I, I see because, to me, like, for example... Like when we gave our dog and the problem was we had a dog at house A, we moved to House B. For some reason, the dog went nuts. Could did not like house B, which was a brand new house at the time, and started chewing on the doors and things like that. Brand new house start jog dogs chewing on the doors. Can't have this. So I'm going like hey, we gotta get rid of this dog. You know, we gotta, you know, you know, give it a to you know matter of fact, it was a dog, it's sort of a weird story. It was a dog that that my wife found that had been hit by a car in front of our house. You're going to think this is weird. And it was like a puppy. Like, you know, it was like young, like two or three months old. And it couldn't walk. So she took it in. And actually, I, I wanted to go, oh, get rid of that dog. And then she went, no, no, we're we'll going to take it in. So I gave it, you're going to laugh, I gave it therapy. I moved its legs around. I'd come home from work, and I'd move its legs around. And pretty soon it got to the point where it walked pretty well. But we called the dog Hop because it had a limp. Sort of like me, you know, had a limp, you know. And... And it was an you know to us it was a nice dog to to visitors. it was nasty. it was a rat terrier he was
0: protective here yeah but
1: but you know, and then we gave him to my parents, and then my parents got to the point where like they wouldn't do anything without that dog. they'd take him on vacation with him. I'm going like, i go, you do you, you know they had to get special hotel rooms that stay in that you know had a mm-hmm. the dog you know I'm going like, oh, this is stupid, you know i mean and and once again, I'm not not making fun of you, look." I have my views on the when, world.
0: When has that ever stopped? No,
1: no, no, no. I, I'm saying if you, if, if you, like you said, it was interesting what you said. I said, why do you have a dog? And you said, because when I come home, they love to see me. They lick my face. Blah, blah, blah. It's unconditional I get love.
0: rock star greeting.
1: Okay. I get that. I understand. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it wouldn't be me. I have my pet groundhogs. You know about my groundhogs. I do. I have my pet beavers at the transmitter site.
0: You do <laughs> pet cats.
1: I've got. We used to have Q one and Q two. Q one, yes, which is did. our, which was our parking lot cat at the old radio station. We had Q two, which was my place, <laughs> and somebody stole Q two. Q two was was our main coon cat. You know, yes. I said that. Can I tell you a weird story?
0: uh Huh.
1: Somebody asked me about my piece of property one time, and okay. it was and it was a black person. Okay. This is sort of a weird story. Is a black government official I was dealing with, and they asked me if I had anything on this piece of property, and I said I had a Maine Coon cat, and they got upset with me. Why? Well, think about it for a minute.
0: Because of where it's located at? No, think about it for a minute.
1: But that's the name of the cat, right? It's a Maine Maine Coon cat. Got it. Isn't isn't that what it is? Let me look it up. And the reason is cuz they were their it's it's not a Coon, M A I N E C O O N. Yes, Maine Coon cat. It's a yes, it it's a real bigger, name or something.
0: And they have a fluffier tail.
1: The Maine Coon is a large domesticated cat breed. It is one of the oldest natural breeds in North America. It's a very big cat. The breed originated in the And I had a Maine Coon cat and this particular person did not like that I called it a Maine Coon cat because it is a Maine Coon cat, right? <laughs>
0: That's what it's called. Right. It's a Maine Coon cat. I'm like, you know, like, okay.
1: <sighs> what is
0: going on? Well, I I almost had like 50 Nigerians mad at me one time.
1: <laughs> That's not good.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> I was out at the, it, I was out at the back lot. Oh, hold it, the hold back, it. They called it the back 40.
1: It. End of third break. <laughs> 50 Nigerians. I got to pull that one off. Okay. We have to take a break. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> the things you say, and and when the things your dogs say, I just can't believe it. It's six fifty nine. Ugh. It is BS show. I'm Shelley. She's Brad. Together we make BS seven oh seven. A Wednesday morning. It's your day. It's Hump Day, isn't it? I forgot about that.
0: That's right, it is, Brad. It is. It's my favorite day. Hey, Brad. I. Do you want to hear my dog bark?
1: Yeah, Shelly, I'm here. You dog know bark. what I
0: do? Who here's my dog's I gonna bark. I sit there and I sit <coughs> <fitch> around and. <laughs> I make noise, and I don't like to have, subject you to that. Yep, I subject you to my blatherings every morning. You don't need to hear my noise. Uh,
1: we talked about this on Monday. This is interesting, this crazy thing with this with this Chinese company, Fufung. And I'm not making it up. It's called Fufung, F-U-N-F-U-N-G, or something like that. Uh, they bought all this property uh, in Grand Forks, North Dakota, right near one of the big military bases up there. Once again, I have to tell you, this these Chinese people, I mean, they, they want to be the world's number one superpower. They want to dominate the world, and they are like unscrupulous as all get out. They're, they're bu- like
0: pinky in the brain.
1: They're buying all this property all over the place. They're buying it near all these military bases. Anyway, the interesting thing was the federal government said to Grand Forks, North Dakota, hey guys, deny the building permit. And here's the federal government. Normally it works the other way around. Anyway, they denied it, and now the Chinese people are all upset. "You don't like us because we're Chinese. Yesterday, Josh Hawley, one of our two U.S. senators I was going to say state senator, but that would be your buddy Bill Eigel. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our two <laughs> U.S. senators, uh, is proposing a bill to make it illegal for Chinese people to buy property in the United States. Now think about this for a minute. If you and I went What? To, they're trying well, to who, make who it.: Who did that? Josh Hawley.
0: Mr. Okay. Mr. Mr. Mr.
1: Mr. Mr. Skinny jeans and pirate shoes. Remember?
0: Yes, I, I remember that.
1: We went and saw Josh Hawley. Shelly and I went and saw Josh Hawley at a campaign event, and literally he had on his tight skinny jeans and pirate shoes. Right? He did. I'm not kidding. I was like, his <laughs> Pirate shoes Probably and, his, and his skinny out, jeans. But... Okay, so <laughs> so he put this bill. Or at least he claims he's gonna do built, where it's gonna make it illegal for Chinese companies to buy American property, specifically farmland. They're buying up all this farmland. They own a bunch of the state of Missouri. Um and
0: that doesn't surprise if me.
1: you and I went to China and tried to buy Chinese property over there. Guess what? We can't. Can't own it. Foreign nationals can't own property in in in, uh, in China. But yet they can come here and buy I I'm telling you. And you know what's crazy about this thing is is I do believe you know, I know you're going to laugh when I tell you this, but I do believe there is truth to the TikTok thing, because because there was a thing. Matter of fact, the military what had this
0: TikTok thing.
1: The Chinese company that owns TikTok, they're feeding information to the Chinese government.
0: Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Oh, see, I, I don't like TikTok. It's, well, but I'm it's telling too much you, much of a time suck.
1: I do. You, I don't know if you know this or not, but remember the Fitbits were like a huge craze for a while. I mean, people yes. still wearing, but Fit everybody had a Fitbit. Do you know that there were foreign governments that were monitoring our military people because they had the Fitbits and they were like on the Army bases and they would jog on the Army bases and that way the they could they would monitor they would know where our army and our you know our military people marines navy air force all that they knew where they were because they can monitor them they can monitor their fitbits remember and if you don't believe what i'm saying go look at the evidence against this this guy who's accused of killing the four people there in idaho the four college students they know exactly where he was not exactly but they know where he was because of the cell phones when you're driving around they trace you by what tower you're on with your cell phone so and, you know they know in approximate area now what's interesting is the way that works is you get into a more urbanized area the smaller the cells are because that's how the cell system works the cells are smaller the towers are closer together and they know closer where you're at when you get out like you're driving on i-70 between like st louis and 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 kansas city unless you're in like in columbia or something like that they can probably track you down to you know probably 10 or 15 miles because that's how far the cell sites are apart but like if you're driving around in the city of st louis or in clayton they can tell you what part of clayton you're in because you're on you know different cell sites and if as they fully implement 5g they will subdivide the cell sites to the point where there will be cell, cell sites like on every street lamp. So if you're walking down the street, they'll know you're in the 3,200 block of XYZ Street and you walk a couple more feet. You're in a 3,400 block of XYZ Street because they know where you're at with your cell phone. So there are people tracking you all the time. So I don't I don't quite understand why we don't see the Chinese people as a threat. And you know what's so interesting about this? Go back to the 20... The 2012 debates, that was when the presidential debate was between, between um, Barack Obama, he was running for re-election, and mm-hmm. Mitt Romney, okay? Mm-hmm. And remember, there, during the debate, the moderator asked Mitt Romney who he felt was someone on the international scene who we should be afraid of and who we should be leery of. And he said, Russia. And Obama left, <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia. And he said, he's, he said some smart-ass comment like, hey, history called, and they want... What was his comment? He made fun of it, okay? Guess what? We're not making fun of Russia anymore because they invaded Ukraine. And Putin wants to rebuild the Soviet Union. He wants Poland. He wants Lithuania. He was, wants all these old you know Soviet satellite countries back. And he starts with Ukraine. You know, I
0: mean, once again, what what's sad about this like is seems like he wants to get the band back together. Well,
1: yeah, but in not a good way. You know, right? I mean, and China has this worldview is they just want to conquer the world. They want to be mm-hmm. the superpower. You it's know, like Pinky and in the brain. And we've got this. We've got this. You know, we've got China's got this guy who's going to be in you know office till you know till he's. Eighty and can't perform anymore, and we've got a guy in office who's eighty and can't perform anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> last night, last night, I I saw this this morning, and I watched the one clip of the thing last night where the Republicans all laughed at him because he's chastising the oil companies because they came out with these huge profits, and he says, you know. Uh, Biden goes off script and says, well, I talked to one of the oil company guys, and I said, why are you guys making so much money? And he says, the oil guy says, well, you're trying to shut us all down, so we're trying to make money while we can. And he says, well, well I'm not trying to shut you down. We'll need oil for at least a decade. I'm <laughs> like, yes, in, wow. ten, in 10 years, we'll all be driving around in Teslas. right?" Mm-hmm. And by the way, I watched another video the E-T-W? other night. Okay, here is, here is the downside to owning a Tesla. Do you okay. know, like, if in your car... Like, your car, your is, is it still under warranty? Is your car under warranty? Barely. Okay. But what year is it?
0: It's a 2018.
1: But you got the extended warranty on it, right?
0: Yeah, because I couldn't find a car anywhere. Right.
1: Okay. So, it, let's say your car went out of warranty and your water pump went out. Okay? You can go to O'Reilly's, AutoZone, Advance, you know, Napa, Probably every last one of those stores, and you live off of 90, off of 364, every one of those stores along 364 in the St. Peter's, Cottleville area has your water pump in stock, okay? Guess what they don't have? They don't have any Tesla parts. They have zero Tesla parts. There's nothing on that Tesla that's any of those auto parts stores, okay? And get this, this guy... And I watch these guys that you know buy all these crazy cars and stuff like that. He's rebuilding a wrecked Tesla, and Tesla won't sell him the parts because that car has gone has got a salvage title. And he says, "We will not allow the rebuilding of salvage Teslas." They won't sell him the parts, and they wanted his his VIN number before they they would sell him the parts. Now. I know it's all great and wonderful. If you got the money, go out and buy a Tesla. And, you know, I've been in one before, and there are amazing cars in a lot of respects. But I'm the kind of guy that if I buy something, I have to support it. Like here at the radio station, there's equipment we buy that I could buy the newfangled, super-duper, whiz-bang digital stuff that does all sorts of crazy things that wakes me up in the morning and brews coffee and makes Shelly sound like a man and makes me sound like a woman. I mean, you know, all sorts of weird stuff, okay? But... I don't buy the newfangled digital stuff because you know why? When it breaks, it breaks. That's and, true. And you got to reboot it, and you got to do this. But the problem we're having blah, right blah, 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 blah. The problem we're having right now with this station at our transmitter site. We have I think I've identified what the problem is. We have a piece of equipment and this is the worst-case scenario. Shelly knows this from being an FAA electronics technician. When something breaks, you want it to literally blow up or catch fire because you know exactly what happens then. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the, that's, it blew up. So we have to replace it, right? The worst case scenario is something that's intermittent. Am I kidding? No. I mean, it drives you nuts. You're, you're right on (laughs) because it drives you nuts. And it's like, it's like your car. You're driving down the highway and, and it makes a weird noise.
0: connection right. is like the bane of my existence.
1: Right, and if you take it to the dealer, the guy drives around the lot. Oh, it worked fine for me. And I know. You, and you get in the car and you drive down the road, and 20 minutes later, the radio's you know going in and out, or the air conditioner's going on and off, or you hear some rattle, and you take it to the dealer again, and it's not there. But this is the problem with with like the Tesla stuff is you right now you can't support it, and you know, and to the point where like I don't you know and think about it, if you're like I I I'd love to drive out west. I haven't done it recently. I need to do it. But when I say I always talk about this because I'll never forget the first time I drove west and I drove I hit Grand or no oh, what Green River, Utah, okay? When you hit Green River, Utah, to this day there are signs along the interstate that say next service 113 miles. There ain't nothing on I-70 from Green River, Utah, I think all the way to the Interstate 15 interchange. Nothing. No gas stations, no convenience stores, nothing. So if you broke down on I-70, 60 miles west of Green River, Utah, and you're in a Tesla... You are sol. You yes, know what I'm saying? I mean, you are like, you are like out of luck. I mean, there's nobody going to be able to help you, and some good old boy is going to show up with his, with his, you know, pick 'em up truck. You know, go. Hey, is this one of those newfangled electric cars? And you're going, to, yeah. Well, where's the carburetor? Doesn't have one. Where's well, it fuel injected? No, it's electric. Electric? Well, I'll be. Nobody's going to be able to fix it. And you're going to have to tow that thing to probably Las Vegas or something like that. Now, in the St. Louis area, you got the guy down there. There's the guys down there in Chesterfield Valley that actually come to your house and fix your Tesla. But let's say you lived in Grand Forks, North Dakota, where the Chinese want to build their plant up there. Do you think there's a Tesla dealership up there? No.
0: Not but, now, but there will be. See,
1: that's why I say, you know, people that buy exotic cars, good for you. But you know what? Buy a Ford, buy a Chevy. Buy a Chrysler because, guess what? There's parts and dealerships everywhere, especially Ford and Chevys. You know, you go to any small town in America, well, not as much as it used to be, but you still go to small towns, there's a Ford dealer, there's a Chevy dealer, right? It's always a Ford dealer and Chevy dealer. Okay. Unless they've been bought out. <laughs> yeah. Or, or shut there's down. that. Or shut down or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> See, and, But you know what? If someone said to me, if you had the money, would you buy a Tesla? Darn right, I'd have a Tesla. But, you know, because here's here's I one a Tesla. more thing for me to worry about. I would put up a solar play, you know, so solar panels in my place and charge that thing up for free. That's I, what i do. I knew do. that you would do that. <laughs> I'd say, screw the electric company. I'm just going to put in about, you know, 30 panels and just charge my Tesla. You know? I do. But once again, 30 panels would cost you a lot of money. Unless you got the government to pay for it. Then they'd pay for it. Then you wouldn't have to pay for it. Anyway. Is that you what never mind
0: tell me what you're asking
1: I, I hear some um oh yeah here it is the quote yeah obama or, or um, mike sent it to me the 80s called and they want their for, foreign policy back that's what obama <laughs> said to to you know um to um Mitt Romney at the 2012 presidential debate. Now, how condescending is that? And everybody left. <laughs> Yeah, Yes, right. We're not worried about Russia anymore. they no, they're no worry. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, look at here's, you know, you know, if I ran the country, you know what I'd do right now?
0: Where you would be?
1: If I ran the country, you know what I'd do? What would you do? I'd find all the criminals, all the gangbangers, all the guys stealing cars, and I'd say, hey. We're having a party at Lambert. You know, yeah, we're going to be women there. There's going to be booze. There's going to be food. Come on to our party. I'd invite all the criminals in the St. Louis area, right? Mm -hmm. I'd get them real drunk. And then I'd put them on a C-130. And I would take them to China and drop them off the airport and say, hey, welcome to China. Have fun here, guys. You're going to love this country. It's great.
0: And just don't leave forget them. to find a mask. <laughs> right? and
1: then just leave them. See, that's what you do. We should round up all the criminals instead of putting them in jail and, you know, costing them money. Send them like to Mexico,
0: you know. Well, that's what they did with the penitentiary. I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind.
1: That's news, isn't it? OK. What? <laughs> I saw this uh- yesterday. And and I'm gonna say this and there's gonna be sports people who are going to have a heart attack when I tell them this. What's you know, that? The big talk about Dan McLaughlin, you know, he's out as the cardinal announcer and you know, oh who's gonna be the new cardinal announcer? Who's gonna be the new cardinal? Why Cardinals did they do that? Well because he you know, he got his three or three third DWI and he actually with mutual agreement, I mean, they had to get rid of him. I mean they just could not keep him. I mean, he's a nice guy. I've met him a few times. He actually worked at KSLQ, one of our other stations, uh, when he was a young guy. I didn't own the station at the time, but he worked for you know, Ken, the previous owner, a long time ago. Nice guy, very talented, but you know what? He's got a demon, and hopefully he get it all taken care of. Okay, so they got Skip Carey, who's like third generation. You know, you know baseball announcing is like politics. You know, you have to be third generation. You know, bu- the Bushes, there's four generations of the Bushes. The Kennedys, there are 14 generations of the Kennedys. Guess what? You know, what? it used to be Fox Sports Midwest, and now it's Bally Sports Midwest.
0: I heard that
1: they're going bankrupt. Who? Bally is What's as Hel- just changed. I know. Let me read this. As Bally Sports struggles with financial difficulties, Major League Baseball is exploring all of its media options, including taking back local TV rights from. The teams, including the St. Louis. And as at present, MLB would prefer to keep the status quo with Bally, which operates 19 original sports networks across the U.S. As Bally parent Diamond Sports, a unit of Sinclair, spirals toward bankruptcy. Time is running out, and MLB executives are preparing contingency plans. Secretly, they hope that Bally, or actually it's called Diamond Sports Network, which is a division of Sinclair, which owns Channel 30. Uh, they're the ones that when they, I think, I think... The way it worked was the Fox Sports Networks. Uh, Fox sold a bunch of stuff to Disney, and Disney spun off the sports networks, and, and Sinclair bought it and put it into this thing called Diamond Sports. And the problem is they paid too much money for all these rights fees, and they can't find enough advertisers. And so they're losing money. So there's a chance that Bally Sports will become bankrupt, and the MLB will take back the rights, and... And let the teams themselves sell direct to the consumer. So in other words, it would really? be like, hey, you want the car- You want to watch all the Cardinals games? Get the Cardinals app. It's only $9,552 for a year, and you can watch every Cardinals game. And they'll be going, like, oh, oh 9000
0: talent is always the best one to sell the product.
1: No, well, no, no! Because they're money grubbers. You know, I mean, you once again—they already own, you know, Ballpark Village. They killed all the restaurants downtown. They killed all the bars downtown. You know, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they, 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 they pay the the criminals to stay away from from, you know, downtown, you know, where the stadium is and stuff like that. And now they're going to have their own TV rights. I'm going like, okay, can these guys get any richer? You know, I'm not trying to say like. Am I jealous of them? Hell, right. I'm, hell, yes, yeah, I'm jealous you're of them. Yeah, a little jelly.
0: I'm not going
1: to lie. <laughs> yeah, they got money and I don't. Mm-hmm. But see, once again, it's this whole crazy thing with, you and I have talked about this before. It's vertical integration. And yeah,
0: I was thinking about that today. It's
1: siloing, whatever you want to call it, verticals. It's like the competitor here in town, iHeart, Okay. They own everything. They own the radio stations. They own the software that the radio stations run on. They own the company that, that, you know, researches the music. I've said it before, and my engineer friends laugh when I say it, but they agree. If iHeart could figure out how to make electricity by putting diesel generators in the parking lot down at their studios, and if they could do that cheaper than running, you know, than paying the bill at Ameren every month, they would be running diesel generators in the parking lot at their transmitter sites and and their studios. They would just buy, and they would buy the diesel generator company. Hey, we're just going to buy the diesel generator company, okay? What happens is, it's sort of like the Hoffmans. When they buy everything, they don't do business with anybody else. They just have all the you know all the business stays within their company. Now, if you got that kind of money, more power to you. If you can corner the market, essentially what going comes down to more power to you. I just don't think it's right. I think it's because what the Hoffman's Isn't are doing
0: that a monopolization.
1: Well, but there you have monopoly. Is that illegal? When the Hoffman's are doing as to a small scale is what a lot of companies are doing. You know, they buy everything in Washmon, Augusta. Hey, we'll just buy everything. We'll own it all. Yeah, we'll own it all. Yeah, we'll own the bus company. We'll own the boat. We'll own this. We'll own that. We'll own the restaurants. We'll own the bread and, bed and breakfast. We'll hotels, golf courses, concert venues. We'll own it all. It's like the thing with Live Nation. They own the venues. They own, you know, the ticketing company. They own the talent. They own. They own everybody. You know, it, matter of fact, do you know that when you go to a concert out at Riverport? Do you know that secretly they put a tattoo on the back of your head that says property of Live Nation? Did you know that? But most people don't see it because it's real small. When you walk through the gates, a little tattoo, a little laser tattoo machine that tattoos the back of your head says property of Live Nation. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, well, it's not on the back of their... <laughs> I didn't do it this year.
1: And I'm so ugly. Last time I went, I was facing the tattoo machine. It got me right in the forehead. They thought it was the back of my neck. Yeah. Okay, Shelly, guess what? what i have got to go take a swim
0: hey 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 goodbye do what
1: i've got to go take a swim a swim i'm gonna swim this morning my partner's here we're gonna go swim
0: well you just have good fun with your little partner (laughs) snort away buddy (laughs) <laughs> the
1: smartest woman is going to be upset she ever gave me that one. Okay, talk to you tomorrow, Shelly, 727. H-
0: have a great day everybody. Peace and I fly. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt
1: River Automotive LLC. See you soon.